Hello, and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you through the Stay Woke Podcast. And on this episode, I want to touch on the NBA Finals that's upcoming and how that all relates to uh, what's going on on ABC in regards to Roseanne. So I'm going to start first with the NBA Finals with how we call and how we define sustained excellence. Now, when you look at the finals matchup that's being presented, you have the Golden State Warriors and Cleveland Cavaliers. They're meeting for the fourth straight year. That shows you how great that both their organizations overall have been able to achieve success, but not all success is the same. So I'll start with Golden State. To be fair to them, they originally started with drafting Steph Clay and Draymond. There was really no way to know what kind of players they're going to be. You knew they were going to be good. You just didn't know that they were going to be this good, especially in this style of NBA with the new rule changes. And then because of the cap and Steph Curry having issues with his ankles, they're able to sign him at a good deal. And then he was able to uh, put have them in a position from a cap number that they could uh, uh, sign another max player. And that was essentially Kevin Durant replacing Harrison Barnes. They would have had to spend the same amount of money. They just replaced Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant. And the, the false kind of equivalency now is because Kevin Durant went there, and you look at the history of them being a 73-win team the year before. He nearly beat them in that same year. But in the end, like a lot of things, you know, results is what people look at. And so he wins a championship, and then, you know, people get hyped and caught up on, is he better than LeBron? And on the other end of that, you have someone like LeBron who his sustained excellence comes from the fact that he's taken two franchises to the NBA Finals four consecutive years. That's an amazing achievement. And a lot of that is defined by he's only had, I think, two situations where he's came into the finals where he's been looked as a favorite. The the other times he's been going up against teams that are dramatically better than him. And... To me, when you look at that, that lets you know that excellence is kind of defined by those two different formats of like you have an organization, which is the Golden State Warriors, and then you have a sole entity in LeBron James. And I know a lot of people say like, oh, well, you know, if his team loses, he doesn't get the blame. And if he wins, he gets the line share of the credit. In his case, that is very accurate. Because when you account for 60 to 70 percent of how well the people around you do, then you're not a negative. You're, you're a plus for anybody that works a job. Now, you can kind of tell how what your worth is, is if you're not there that day, how well do they perform? How, how well does your your job function? And if it doesn't function well, then that kind of increases the value of, that you have to that particular organization. In light of that, I say that because it's like it's pretty much, you know, a, a foregone conclusion. His team's probably going to end up losing, whether it's in five games, six games, and whether it's seven, you know, short of, you know, great coaching move changes in terms of, like, roster moves and lineups working. The likelihood of them beating the Warriors four out of seven is probably not going to happen. The Rockets kind of gave you a, a blueprint in a way in terms of having – all athletic guys that can switch on the floor, but that's not necessary. I mean, the the Cavs got that, but I can't really say for sure that they're going to be able to, to do that all the way. I'm saying that to say this. After 
this series in the next two weeks is going to go back to, you know, bashing LeBron saying, well, you know, he's three and six, you know, Jordan's never lost. And, and you hear that over and over again, but getting to the party and being the party are two different things. It's the same thing with Tom Brady and Joe Montana. If Joe Montana was four for four, then that means in other years, he just outright lost. And he didn't have his organization in a position to win. If you look at, say, someone like Michael Jordan, everyone says, oh, he went six for six. And if he didn't retire, he would have went eight for eight, even though when he came back toward the tail end that second year, they lost against Orlando Magic. But no one brings that up because then that doesn't fit their narrative. Tom Brady's been to eight Super Bowls. So if you're on a team, he's had your organization in a position to win the whole thing pretty much half his career. The majority of LeBron James' career now, he's put his organization in a position to be a champion. That's an incredible achievement. To just bring up like, hey, well, you're better off if you're undefeated. It's like, mm, no, not in a team sport. It's better off if you're undefeated if you're in an individual sport like boxing. Boxing is a sport that you can say that. People don't even bring that up with the MMA, but, you know, boxing is fair. So I those are just some of my thoughts in regards to that because I've been thinking about, you know, this upcoming series and just the and how we kind of judge people and how we kind of put people in the same categories, even though may, they may or may not fit. And Kevin Durant's an incredible basketball player, and he's had a great overall career since playing, but the gap between him and LeBron is not even close. Like, they're not even comparable. If you had put LeBron on a team that was comparable to the Rock Golden State, they would beat that team because he's just that far and away a much better player. And I say that in the sense of also then transitioning from that, which is a big thing with ABC to in light of what they they're recently going through with their network with Roseanne. Now apparently, I don't really follow Roseanne like that. I have noticed that over the past several years, she's been a part of the birther movement. And she's also been she's also made comments before. I know she did a parody of a, a Hitler kind of cover. And I know she's now blaming Ambien for her recent statements. And I guess to, to quote Herman Everett when he used to always say, before you tweet something or before you send something, you always just say, don't press send. Look at what you're going to say and really think about it. She To put what she put together sounded like someone that was of a right state of mind to say what she said. And of course, you know, you're going to have some people that, you know, defend her or say like, hey, well, you know, it was in the moment. Let's not do this. And, you know, are we jumping the gun or whatnot? But everything now is public relations motivated. Sponsors run networks. Sponsors run a lot of the entertainment channels that you see and a lot of the films you see. It's like that's why when you go to the movies, you see a ton of commercials before you even watch the movie, before you even get to trailers. And I know people have brought up the uh the president of ABC and, and, and her being a black woman and, and making this decision. But a lot of people don't bring up Bob Iger, who runs Disney. Disney owns ABC. Chances are high she didn't just make that on a whim. Now, I'm pretty sure she is able to own and operate ABC as a whole in terms of it being its own entity. But, you know, she still has to answer to someone. And more than likely, when the advertisers probably called Bob Iger of Disney and said that they were pulling money out of their show, Bob Iger then calls 
her, it didn't just happen out of nowhere in terms of her deciding to do that. But it is something to think about, especially when you're trying to connect with fans. I know everyone says all social media is a great way to promote your show, and it is. But, you know, a lot of times that a lot of celebrities don't even really run those accounts. They usually have people do that for for them. I know the the president, uh, the ABC president, her name is uh, Channing Dungy. I believe I'm saying her name right. And I do remember her being put in charge to run ABC uh, a few years ago, I believe is when she took over. But I know people have been bringing up, well, you know, it's unfair because, you know, the show Roseanne makes makes the network a lot of money. But, you know, it's very similar to the Glenn Beck situation. Once advertisers say they're pulling out of your show, it doesn't even matter if people still watch it. If you're not turning a profit and you're not, pay, you're essentially paying for it. In the sense, if they were to f- continue to pay the salaries that they're paying to the cast, but they're not getting no advertising money. They're not turning over a profit on the show. Uh, that's what did in Glenn Beck on Fox all those years ago when people started going after the advertisers. And that's something that people always got to remember. Once advertisers start pulling out of anything, that's when change happens. And it's the same thing with, with the NFL. And I know Jim Carrey, you know, made a uh, painting discussing that. And he showed all the, the people who, uh, who, who uh, sponsor the NFL in terms of making your voice heard to them about no longer wanting to uh, sponsor or pay, you know patronize uh, the NFL in that way. If they start to lose major sponsorships over this anthem protest, things will change. Because money is what makes people change their behavior and their tune on a lot of things. And in regards to Roseanne, she ended up getting pulled from, I think, with multiple other networks, whether it was reruns of her show in general. But I have always heard that she's always kind of had a problematic uh, relationship, especially in terms of like a lot of staff turnover on her shows. I was surprised to, be, to begin with that Wanda Sykes was working on that show, especially if you look at some of the uh, history that Roseanne Barr's had in terms of some of her tweets and questioning the citizenship of the president, President Obama at the time, and... She, she's been making some pretty crude jokes and she's been on this edge for a long time now. So it's not exactly a shocking thing that she's involved in this. It's actually surprising that then ABC would decide to then move forward with her show. But they did it overall because, you know, it was, you know, a, a chance for a lucrative uh, outcome, which it did for a short while. Unfortunately, now they got to do cash payouts because... You went ahead and renegotiated paying the cast additional money because you were thinking like, hey, we're bringing the show back the second season. And I think they they stood to make like $60 million off the show, but they got to eat, you know, the, the salaries that they were going to pay the actors because of this situation. So that's something to, to really think about moving forward, especially in regards to how you put clauses. I know there's a lot of morality clauses on shows, but that's something that you got to look at moving forward with that but i say that to say like trying to be successful for a prolonged period of time is not the easiest thing to do clearly that's that's very difficult and you have a lot of things that could be working against you as to why things don't go your way with that but um those are just some of my thoughts with that uh i thought that was that there are are interesting case studies especially abc for this week because they had the NBA finals happening tomorrow and then to also be having 
what happened with Roseanne happening in the span of just a few days from each other. I know for a network, it's not the best PR that they're dealing with. But again, they, they've been around for, you know, for decades now. So I'm pretty sure they'll probably end up getting a handle on it. You know, their biggest, you know, cash, you know, uh, generator is, you know, what Shonda Rhimes has been to them. And she's a, another example of sustained excellence. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy anymore, but for you to be able to be in that many years of a season and to put together the kind of uh, resume she's put together, it, it really is a uh, a tremendous achievement by her. So, yeah, so those are just some of my thoughts that I had on that. I'm really looking forward to doing some more pick up on this uh, uh, topic, especially with with the Roseanne situation, because I think how it's going to affect future shows moving forward. Uh, I want to thank everyone that's been listening to this podcast. I want to thank Dee for helping to uh, put this show out there. I'm looking forward to our audience continuing to grow more and more. I'll be back every uh, Tuesday and Thursday for future episodes of Could You Be More Specific? I am Jonathan Steele. I thank you for your time, and I hope you guys have a good one.